0: What do you do when you got two guys who despise each other's sports teams but like each other a lot in the same studio, you stick a piece of glass between them, you let them talk sports. Cronin and the Zuck here on WTBR 89.7 Sports. Let's go! They're dancing on the ceiling, they're dancing on the floor. People everywhere coming through the door. They know there's a part party going on. A
1: do the dancing romance all night I know it's cold outside Come on, babe, I'll keep you satisfied
0: All you gotta do is move Move away from the beach Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another fantastic edition, hopefully it always is, of Cronin and the Zuck here. WTBR Sports Talk 89.7. Robbie, how you doing, brother? Uh, I'm good. I'm just laughing at the Saudi
1: Arabian thing. (laughs) Oh my God. Do they play? Let me ask you, they play in America, right? They don't play in sand traps. It's all sand traps and a little bit of grass over in Saudi Arabia. I believe they're in Oregon this weekend. Wait, they did on an SETV, I think one time when I was little, they did a whole tournament it was on SETV and it was a tournament based in Saudi Arabia. It was mostly all sand and they had like grass Traps! You hit out of the grass traps. <laughs> grass grass, <laughs> traps. grass <laughs> traps! I'm serious. I'm pretty sure they. Just... I'm thinking of uh, took off John Candy. You know, <laughs> you know me, Mr. Vegas.
0: Oh <laughs> man, grass, tra- <laughs> That's what's grass
1: traps! That was grass traps. Yeah, It sounds like yeah, right. grass traps. I think like people being pulled over for weed. Grass traps. Hey, mm. we got caught in a grass trap the other day. And uh, so, what's going <laughs> on, man? So I thought you were in Boston uh, covering the uh, covering the, uh, the the U.S. Open, but. So, uh, yeah, we could start with whatever you want. There's so much going on. NBA draft on Thursday, baseball. Uh, God, oh, man, it's, everything's going on. What else? Uh, I was thinking, uh, well, the, uh, three teams played last night, right? So, And then you got uh, the NBA coming up on Thursday, NBA draft. Celtics, of course, don't have a draft. You can lament the Celtics if you want to. I mean, I don't know if you wish to, but I mean. Uh,
0: they need a point guard, as you said well, before uh, we got on the air. They need a point guard, and they had one in Terry Rozier that they traded away. And then they decided to go after Kyrie. And then the Kemba Walker experiment didn't work out too yeah. well. And uh, they need a point guard. Marcus Smart is not the answer at yep. starting point guard. He's exactly. just too erratic. He's, he,
1: you know, he, he defensive player of the year. Give him
0: that. Yep. But he's way too erratic shooting the ball. They need a legit
1: point guard. Absolutely. Before I say, before you say anything, 413 445 5943 or hit us up on our podcast too. And you can get uh, email to me as well as at zooktone1965 at yahoo.com. So anyway, but uh, yeah, I was like, it's it's amazing, you know, for any comments yeah. but yeah, I mean, yeah, you're absolutely right. Anyway, fin- finish what you're saying. Sorry about that. I figured I'd get the number in case anybody who wants to call this morning.
0: So I'm just gonna. I was just gonna finish my NBA thought with uh, Draymond Green's a punk. He oh. was, you know, at, he knew he was on live TV yesterday. The Golden State Warriors held their championship parade. He's dropping f bombs all over the place. His mom's standing right next to him doing the same thing. He's wearing a Boston, uh, an anti-Boston shirt. Like the guy is just the most uh, immature guy, and I just can't stand him. It makes me hate that team. You know Steph Curry. As much as I don't like how he acts on the court, at least he's a good guy. You know from what you from what you see, public perception is Steph Curry is you know one of the best best people you could be around, best teammates. But Draymond Green would make me. If he came to the Celtics, I probably would become a Knicks
1: fan. <laughs> Don't do that. It's torture. Maybe not. It's, it's yeah. torture. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, man, the, Knicks are, the Knicks are another another story. But, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about the NBA draft. I know I wanted to get my resident expert, Evan Valenti, I try to text him yesterday to ask Evan to come on the show. But I was working a little bit on the NBA draft yesterday, and uh, I, you know, so we'll talk about that. But uh, baseball, of course, it's always baseball. So yesterday, right, I get a chance to uh, – actually, Sunday – I get a chance to watch the Yanks – um, You know, in length for really the first time since I've been following the Rangers so much and following the end channel. We'll talk maybe a little about the uh, resurgence of Tampa Bay last night. But, I mean, you know, Cole last night, awesome, right? Seven shutout innings, uh, no hitter going through seven. That comes back in the eighth inning, they tied the game up. And then Hicks, Aaron Hicks gets a triple, and and Rizzo, again, is on fire. Rizzo hits a home run last night. How good has Rizzo been? I mean, nineteen. did home do you expect 19 home runs already? Now, I know he was hitting for a low average, but now he's got his average up to, like, what, 240-something. So, I mean... Guy's been unbelievable. Plays a gold glove first base. They couldn't have asked for anything better. When you consider the fact that gave him two years with an option, you know, he's going to come back. I mean, I w- would you sign him for longer? I mean, if you're, if you're Brian Cashman, do you bring him back for longer? I would.
0: Well, how old is he? Is he, like, He's
1: like early 30s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Early, early 30s. Yeah. yeah. He's mean,
0: got the tailor-made swing for Yankee Stadium, absolutely, too.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And he's just a, you know, he's a real, he's a throwback to, like, the 98 teams. He's a throwback to a guy that understands situational baseball. He does. And as poorly as he was hitting, he was still hitting well in situations. I mean, he was in, like, 214, team, but he had 15 dingers and 40 RBI. So, productive-wise, he was doing great. As far as his average, it was terrible, but now he's got his average up in, as well, too. And uh, they just keep rolling. Last night, they uh, they rolled 4 2. And, uh, you know, like I said on Sunday, I was watching the game. They had a f- five run lead in the sixth inning. And then for some reason, Boone decides to put the back end of the bullpen in. You know, put the kid, uh, Castro, the kid they got from the Mets. He's terrible. He walks the guy, gives up a grand slam. And then here comes, uh, you know, Wandy Peralta. He comes up and, you know, gives up a three run home run. Next thing you know, it's 10 8. Rizzo hits a home run in the ninth. Why Rizzo sitting? On Sunday, I have no idea. Clay the Hol- first baseman sitting? Clay Holmes has been incredible in that bullpen. He has, his ERA is down
0: to .55. Yeah, I'm just gave,
1: looking at the box score here. He's been incredible. Yeah, he gave up that run last night, but I'm not getting on him. He's been fantastic. And he, I, I don't want to see Chapman ever come back, quite frankly. I, I thought they should have traded him last year with $18 million that they had to pay him to get rid of that salary, you know? Shotgun Chapman. <laughs> Shooting shotgun shells in his garage.
0: Yeah, what a guy. <laughs> So uh, the Red Sox played are, yeah. are on a nice roll. They're, they're seven and twelve in their last thirty nine games. Yeah, how which many
1: is, games have they picked up though? Like two or three? It's amazing, really.
0: Well, let's see here in the wild card. They actually uh, won a, a half a game above Tampa Bay last night for the, the third wild card spot, and Cleveland lost too. So they're they're hanging around. It's if if they keep playing, they're nine one and two in their last uh, twelve series.
1: Yeah, that's Which what I am saying. incredible. They had won, I think at one point they had won 21 of 31 games, but only picked up two games in the standings because the Yankees, you know. Aren't are losing at all. I mean, they're just on a roll, you know. And it's interesting with Tampa. Tampa's definitely not the same team. I know my buddy Gerard's always on me. Oh, they're a five hundred team. I said no, they're better than that. They were ten games over, but they can't. They can't hit. Like I, th- th- Tampa's offense is anemic right now.
0: And they just lost Margot and uh, Kevin Kiermeyer to the injury list. Margot wow. on that triple by Hicks last night crashed into the wall. They had to take him off on a stretcher, and th- he, he was in pain. Wow. That, did, that looked like a season ender to me. That was, and he's actually this is like the best offensive season of his career. Yeah, so he's a far. good ball player. He is, he is. A good ball player. The Damn. Red Sox originally drafted him. Oh no he, kidding. He was part of a four team trade to bring Craig Kimbrell to Boston. Who Kimball heart attack Kimbrell, I call him. But he's having he's <laughs> having a good year for the Dodgers. But
1: yeah, yeah, he's been all right. You know, I, I saw. I didn't realize I forgot he was with the Dodgers. And, and I'm watching the game. And I watch the, the Dodger game. I watch. Uh, watched my buddy Tim Never call the game the other day uh, against uh, against Cleveland. And uh, but that was a few weeks ago, and I didn't realize that he was pitching for them. All of a sudden, I see the stupid guy with the arm, and go, "Oh, there's Craig Kimbrell with this silly arm thing that he does," you know. So, but four one three four four five five nine four three. So, so do you, I guess you watched the U.S. Open. I know you wanted to talk a little about the uh, the live thing, what's going on with the Kepka You know, criticizes the PGA, and then all of a sudden he signs for like ridiculous money, wouldn't you? I would.
0: At, you know, <laughs> it's and ridiculous. It, it, the, the, th- the problem with the PGA is their commissioner Monahan is a clown. And, uh, you know, he said that he thought that uh, the live tournament was just going to be like a PowerPoint presentation, you know, and a joke. And uh, um wasn't going to say Patrick Reed played great uh, Thursday and Friday, but then uh, Saturday and Sunday he, he finished very disappointingly. And, you know, he's sitting on his deck somewhere out by the water, probably looking at his uh, bank account and his direct deposit and going, Yeah, life in the live tour is not so bad. Right? Because 'Cause they're I mean they're paying these guys so Look at much. Money. Look what they
1: paid Mickelson, he's fifty one, he's not he's not a great player anymore. I Appar- love that. Apparently lefty, Ralph is trying in, oh, you... was trying to call in. Oh, somebody was trying to call in. I didn't even see it. I was focused so much on, on what I was going to say and everything I was writing down as far as everything that was going on. So our boy more, uh, I was going to say Rory won two weeks ago, but he hasn't won a major for like what, like like twenty nine tournaments or whatever it is since two thousand fourteen, I think.
0: No, yeah, he won last week, but that wasn't a major. That no, it wasn't was a, a major. Yeah, it but it's a been a while. Gum for him. golf course. So, yeah, and,
1: uh, yeah, and our boy, Mister uh, Mister, what's we called, Mister Scotty uh, uh, Scheffler, who won the Masters. Finished third, so he's been playing really well. So, but yeah, I, you know, I didn't get much of a chance to see it, but I, I usually watch the majors and stuff. But uh, I love the masters. I mean, the, you know, the best tournaments, you know, are, you know, the majors for, for sure, because the golf tour, you know, courses are just impossible. So, but anyway. Yeah, and they so. also
0: only play three rounds
1: over in the live tournament,
0: you know? Oh, really? No kidding. And Greg Norman was on with Brian Kilmeade the other night. On, okay. uh, you know, and he was basically defending the tour. And, you know, he's the commissioner of the Live Tournament, and he was talking about why players uh, get suspended, why they shouldn't be able to play in tournaments of the PGA. And he's right. I mean, these guys are all
1: independent contractors. They should be able to do whatever the hell they want. Pretty much. I just, it upsets me, though, that these guys are just leaving the tournament. But can you blame them, though? Can you blame a guy like, but it's interesting. Cupca's like, what a hypocrite, you know? It's amazing to me. So, but uh, yeah, it's really weird. I'm try to hit the drop box and see if uh, somebody calls. Anyway, so uh, there oh, there, we go. It, there it is. Okay, so Matt Fitzgerald won yesterday. Uh, not yesterday, Sunday. He's uh, actually, he and Nicholas are the only two guys, the only two golfers to win uh, both the U.S. Amateur. Yep. Anyway, yeah, he's on. Good morning. You're on WTBR Sports Talk. What's going on, brother?
2: Robbie Shaw. Robbie Shaw. What's happening, Robbie? guys? How's it going there,
1: Ralph? Yeah, we just talked about... Let me tell you, yep. uh,
2: it's great to talk to you. I want to thank you for your well wishes. How's Cindy? Is uh, recovering nicely. It's a long road, but she's doing nice. well. She says thank nice you very to hear. much. Nice Oh my Excellent.
0: Great
1: to hear that. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, it was, it's been a rough road, but uh, you know, you talked about Mickelson. Well, you didn't say Mickelson. You said Saudi in the uh, the golf tournament. <laughs> How much money? Hey, Robbie, Robbie, you say it all the time. How much money does a person need to survive? Of course, survive? it's ridiculous. You know? I know his gambling debts are through the roof, <laughs> but to sell your to sell your soul. To a despotic government and dictatorship, you got to be some sort of a, you know, just a no unscrupulous character. It's, ridi- think. it's
1: ridiculous, especially with our, you know, political. <laughs> I mean, our, you know, just communications and, and our negotiations between us and the Saudis over the years you know, is inconsistent as it's been. I mean, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. I, I, I can't believe...
2: Anything for a buck, Rob. Right. Anything, I know. anything for, anything a, for buck. a buck. How about, how about well, anything for, a, for a, mi-
1: a few million bucks? Yeah, exactly, right? What, what George Carlin used to say, put two things together that have never been together before and some schmuck will buy them from you. You know, that's, I mean, seriously. I mean, it's just, it's all about money. It really is. And... Um, okay. And Sean,
2: and, Sean, you couldn't be more right about the expletives and the, the F-bombs by this classless individual after they win the championship. You know what they could do with their championship when they act that way? Yeah. They could stick their championship. It's classless.
1: I agree. Draymond Green looks like a Muppet for some reason. I don't know why. I see him like well <laughs> I can't stand that guy. Uh, just, it's, it's, a, it's, th- it's despicable it's to, it's to act like that, when you, especially when you know you're on live TV. Yeah, it's just, it's inexcusable. There's no reason for it. You got kids watching you. Kids are looking up to you as far as being an athlete. Yeah. But I actually think the nicest guy on that team is Andrew Wiggins. I was really happy for Wiggy because he was a first pick in the draft. He comes over. And he, to me, he could have been MVP of that, of that, uh, of that uh, finals. He really could have been. But I, I can't I stand I like it. the way you call him Wiggy, like him. you know him. That's It's yeah, exactly. cute. Well, it's, well yeah, thinking It's cute, Well, I'm thinking <laughs> <laughs> I thinking a Wiggy and Twiggy. Twig.
2: You're so endearing. You're so endearing, right.
1: Remember, you had the Ernie and Bernie show, in Kentucky with Ernie, you know, with Ernie Grunfeld and, and, and Bernard King. So I thought about you know Twiggy Sanders, you know, from the from the Harlem Globetrotters, called the Wiggy and Twiggy show if they had played together. So that would have been interesting,
0: <laughs> Ralph. Since we've never met in person, I'm going to call you Rome's from now on. Okay?
2: <laughs> well, they used to they used to call me Hitman when I played baseball. I was always good for a clutch hit. They used to call me Come on, Rome. Come on, Rome. Come on, Hitman. In so I'm Rome. used to it. All, All right, room. that works. I was close. I'd take
1: off the S, and I'd get, get a I, I
2: was the big RBI man on my team, so, you know, I used to drive in the runs in my sleep.
1: So the Mets. Are you there? Yeah, so the Mets. uh <laughs> Beating up on the Marlins last night, and so uh, they're still on a roll there, despite all their pitching woes. And Scherzer, oh, check this out! Scherzer's pitching for Binghamton tonight, right? Is it tonight? I think so. Yeah, and it's two for one beer night up there in Binghamton, so you can go for like what five bucks and go see Scherzer pitch. Should be packed up there. I was thinking it could be packed, so that, that's going to be fun why, up there.
2: Why? Why doesn't Why doesn't the whole world get Tommy John surgery? Exactly. We'd we be we so much better off if every human being on the planet. Just went in for Tommy John's Absolutely. surgery shortly after birth. Just go right in there and get it done. So <laughs> get it the hell over with.
1: I'm getting it next week, except I'm getting it on my leg, not on my arm. So it's a, hmm. it's a really strange I'm gonna Tommy I'm going to get it on John.
0: my face. I'm getting it, it on my, mean, I'm getting it on the back of my neck. So, I, yeah, we're, we all got our problems
1: here. I think they just do and it. How about,
2: how, about Cole, how about Cole for the Yankees? So, suddenly you're surprised when he pitches well because he doesn't have that little stickum thing that got him – to where he is today, you know that little, uh, that little accoutrement, that little thing that he used, made him multi millions of dollars. Think about it, because he's a far cry from what he was without that thing. Uh, he he needs that stick-em stuff, that pine tar, whatever the hell. What, what was it that he was using? A robin
1: spider-t, of some Spider-tack, spider-tack. Spider-tac. Spider-tac. You want to throw a curveball? Spider-tack, <laughs> spider-tac. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> what <spider-tac. laughs> hey, That's Parker, get in my office. Yeah, it's spider-tack. <laughs> Isn't
2: it crazy that you're the sure, player that sure called out for is his teammate? K-2 K-2. K-2, K-Y jelly? I'm not sure. It could
0: be.
1: That could he, work. related to Gaylord Perry. He knows him as You know
0: who called Cole out on that, don't you? It was Donaldson. Yeah, Donaldson. And now they're teammates. I know. Yeah. I
1: think that guy. Guy's a jerk, Donaldson. I can't stand him. I know. I you know. really can't. He brings a little edge and jealousy, quoi, though, to the Yankees. I mean, seriously. I mean, they. You know, they. A couple of years ago, you know, everybody's talking about the last few years. Oh, who's the leader on the Yankees? Who's the leader? Well, Judge is the leader. Well, you didn't see much leadership. And in 09, they brought on Johnny Damon. They brought Nick Swisher on. So they brought a couple of characters on. You get Rizzo has got excellent leadership. And he's got pedigree. He's won a championship. And Donaldson's won an MVP. So you get a little edge there. I kind of like that. I kind of like guys that play with an edge. Although Donaldson's really not had a very good year at all. I mean, his his power numbers are not good. His RBIs are not great. But he does play, you know, pretty much gold caliber type third base play. So, I mean. You know what? He and Conor Leffer, by the way, Conor Leffer has a bad hamstring, so I don't think if think he's playing tonight. So he didn't play yesterday as well. So, but they keep rolling. It Doesn't matter. Like you know, you know, guys are coming up. Even like Hicks comes up with a triple, and Gallo's been hitting it a little bit. So everybody's contributing. It's been unbelievable. I mean, they're fifty and seventeen. It's
0: ridiculous. Here's what I hope happens for the Yankees: they break the the Seattle Mariners' 0-1 record for wins in the season, and the Red Sox go to the World Series.
1: <laughs> Could happen. Look, It's what happened to the Mariners.
0: The Yankees went to the World Series that
1: year. Right. Nobody. And that's what I'm saying. Like you know, like my like my buddy Gerard down there, he goes, "Oh, the regular season matters most." Like no. Does it? Nobody remembers that the Giants won 107 games, and nobody cares last year because the Braves won the World Series. Nobody cares that the Seattle Mariners, uh, you know, won 116 games because the Yankees came back and won the World Series and beat them. I mean, you know, nobody cares about the regular season. It's nonsense. When you say, "Well, the regular season's more important," no, it's not. Hey, 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 back to back to Mickelson
2: one second, if you allow me to do. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Wait, if if you if you see him now, he's got a constipated look on his face. (laughs) There's something, but no, and you know. Stay with me. I, I know what I'm talking about. There's something so, bothering him. I wonder if it may be the conscience getting to him at this point. <laughs> yes, he's going to have so much money, he's not going to be even human. But tell me the truth. When you, when you sell out in that way, in such a terrible way... How can you live with yourself? You can see his demeanor has changed since he's done this. You
1: know? I just think it's ridiculous. I mean, the guy's made so much money his whole career. I agree. I, I think it's ridiculous. It's guy. Kind of, you know what it's like? It's like when the guy, remember, Rough, you know, Sean so young. Yeah, remember when the guys went to the World Football League? Remember when Zaka and, and, yeah. and, and, uh, poor Warfield, they big all went mistake. Over big mistake, right? And it went down the tubes, right? In their career. And then Zaka, the, the only thing you remember about him is the fumbling, you know, with the McVeigh game, yeah. you know, the miracle at the Meadowlands. That's the only thing you remember about Zaka, you know, after he had. Such an amazing career! Yeah, remember they did that too, and now they have the USFL. I watched that for two seconds and turned it off. Like two seconds later, I, who needs football in the summertime? Honestly. Well,
0: you know, if we're gonna get what a bunch gonna, of garbage, if the Saudis are gonna be paying these guys millions of dollars, they're gonna be pouring oil into our gas tanks because you know our, our. I'm not even gonna get into politics, but oh my know, god, five dollars! Hey, hey so Sean, let it
2: fly because I went to the gas station. Think about this. I was so happy. It went down from five eighteen to under five dollars, about four ninety eight. I said, Wow, I said to Cindy, wow, look at that reduction in price. We're making progress here. Can you imagine gasoline at five dollars a gallon? How absurd that it's is ridiculous. when we have the resources right here at it's, home. It's absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous. Turn the
0: spigots back on. It uh,
2: I you know, I said I was talking about the spigots the other night on the show. And somebody said to me, Stop using those racial slurs. Oh, God. And I oh, said, geez. I said, Spick it. Spick it.
1: Please. Everything has to they got, be politically
2: they correct. Got, they got angry at me. I swear to God, I got a couple of messages saying, What did you say there, Romeo? I heard spick. I said, Spick it, you dummy. <laughs> Any, anyway.
1: I know we're so politically correct, you know. It's like, you know, what is what did Dennis Miller say, used to say, right? You can't go you can't a, a, a dog and a dog anymore. you got to call him a canine American.
0: I loved
2: him on the football broadcast. He
1: was great. I thought he brought a nice little little
0: comic relief. Yeah. He was fantastic. He was great.
2: Well, one time I was on I was on ESPN. I was on with my two buddies, that show I used to do. Yeah, yeah. And I said, um, I don't have a dog. I made the comment, I don't have a dog in this fight. As soon as I got that out of my mouth, they went nuts on me. They said, what? Uh, you know, all these uh, dog freaks, they all came after me like uh, hound dogs themselves, and they went crazy on me. I said, I didn't mean anything by it. It's a manner of speaking. No big deal.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So, hey, uh, Anyway, you're, you're, uh, your New York Mets have the second-best record in baseball, by the way.
2: This this team This team... It's a very good team. Again, I don't, I don't watch as much as I as I used to, Sean. But when I tune in, they play the game the right way. And, again, I got, I got one thing to say. When people say the manager doesn't mean anything, Sean, sure they're does. wrong. He sure does. We've as soon discussed as they, this got, this they had before. two managers that were the worst, they were the worst. The last two well, managers the Calloway Mets back. have were, were a joke. This guy he knows what he's doing, and look at the difference.
1: <laughs> you know what, Mickey Calloway back, Ralph? Come on, wasn't he awesome? Mickey Calloway's got – he's <laughs> got – he, awesome. he texts uh, 14-year-old girls,
2: the guy. I mean, the guy was ridiculous <laughs> what he was
1: doing. Mickey Calloway's house of ill repute right here on US. Cow
2: is running a whorehouse out of his town now, as he speaks. Every
0: time that the, the Red Sox would fire a manager in the in the mid 2000s, you know, I was always saying Buck Showalter, hire Buck Showalter, bring Buck Showalter. But no, they'd bring in John Farrell, who's about as exciting as a roll of old wet newspapers. You know,
2: but, but but you know, Sean, actually, Showalter calmed down a little bit because he used to be a real. He needs to. be event. 65
1: for crying out loud. I he, he, he actually mellowed with age, I think. Oh yeah, can we get can we get some of these managers in actual real clothes like Bert Schotten used to wear? I mean, the idea of these seventy year old people wearing like tight, you know, <laughs> athletic uniforms, you know, out of shape. I mean, it just doesn't look particularly good, Ralph. I have to be honest with you, you know. I, mean, I think I think a
2: Earl I think a Earl Weaver coming out <laughs> there, Rowley poly, Earl Weaver.
1: I, I wish the O-Weaver was around because the O-Weaver sat in the dugout and watched the game evolve. I mean, Aaron Boone is it, so anxious. He's like, I got to do something. I got to take a picture out. Oh, my God. What am I going to do? I'm sitting you, here. Could oh you God. imagine if they made it be a the
2: Wally Cox of baseball. The Wally Cox.
1: Oh, <laughs> finish, sir. Thank you, Shoeshine. Boy, you're could you, could you imagine
0: Greg Popovich wearing a jersey and short shorts? <laughs> <That's what> like, <laughs> you know, like exactly. if they made ba- basketball coaches' exactly. dress like I, to make the managers in baseball. a red ar back standing there a little cigar in his mouth wearing Short. <laughs> well, I got I got a picture the in my mind of Emil, Emil, <laughs> and
2: Emil Francis and pads and skates. The cat. Yeah. Uh, great, 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 great. Call. Listen, I'll let, I'll let you go. And All I right. appreciate Again, we got, I got when to you reiterate, Cindy, Cindy says uh, thank you so much for all the good wishes. It got her through some bad moments. Just knowing that people care, absolutely, we care. Yeah, and the
0: love you guys show for each other is incredible. It really, it's just. I I I love
2: her. Like you know, it took me sixty years, Sean. Maybe there's still time for me. You know, it took me. You know, it took me sixty years to find somebody to calm me the hell down, and finally, (laughs) I got somebody. If I you love you guys. I'll see, I'll see you soon. All right. All right. Thanks, Ralph. Love you, Bye. brother. You Take got it easy.
1: It. You too. Bye. All right. Ralph Romeo checking in with us right here. On uh, 89.7 WTBRFM. We're having too much fun here. So, uh, yeah, so I, I I called the Pittsfield Suns office yesterday and uh, hopefully get Kevin Donati on, the manager, and get some of the Suns players here in studio, and I might be able to sing the National Anthem again. Speaking of singing, check this out. We are opening, my band, H.P. Funk & Company, we're opening up the Summer Series at uh, Live on the Lake, July 6th. It's 6 o'clock, so... I gotta get a sound check there and get up to the lake, but it's gonna be fun. We just got booked for like a bunch of gigs. So finally, after two and a half years, we're finally working. So so it'd be great. Anyway, 413-445-5943. Call us about anything. We'll talk about a little NBA draft. Continue the baseball discussion, anything you want to talk about in the world of sports, and uh, we'll be back right after this. Is listener-supported
2: radio. That means we depend on your donations to keep the station on the air. All the local content and the music you love requires your support. You can make your donation today at WTBRFM.com by calling 445-4234 or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'd be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio.
0: Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? While on Mike's amazing music and oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock. On Persia County's only rock station,
1: 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated.
0: Hi, my name is Bill Sturge, and I am the host of WTBR's Morning Drive. We air every weekday morning, 7.30 to 8.30. The goal of my program is to inform, educate, and have a few chuckles along the way. We have wonderful guests, political, arts, actors, musicians, teachers. I look forward for you to listen in or watch us on PCTV. Thank you.
1: Welcome back. <laughs> We're having too much fun here. and the Zook right here on WTBR 89.7 FM in Pittsfield. That's right, rocking you till 11 o'clock. So give us a call 413 445 5943. I was telling you that the guy. Uh, <laughs> Tim, and the guy from the, the sanitation company comes up to me while I'm gigging. He goes, are you Robbie Zucker? I go, yeah. He goes, I recognize your voice from Tuesdays. He goes, I listen to your show all the time. It's so funny. So I'm thinking, oh, give us a call. I'm thinking he's on the back of the garbage truck with his cell phone in the hand. You know, it's like, so anyway, but uh, thanks a lot for people out there who are listening and passing our show. I've been getting a lot of great accolades from people outside the community. So we're always on. Our podcasts are on usually like, you know, broadcast, I guess, maybe a day later you can pick them up. But all our shows are on. You know, you can go right to the website. We have a great website, at. W-T-B-R. And speaking of great shows, 4 o'clock this afternoon, my favorite show here right here on WTBR is Beatles Forever. That'll be on from 4 to 6, and stick around for that. And uh, actually, great music all day right here on WTBR. And also, Pittsfield Suns Baseball. So anyway, so yeah, so hopefully we'll get in touch with the Suns, get them in. They're, they're 10 and 12 right now, so they're in the middle of the pack of the of their division and stuff. But uh, I, did, I thought the season was going to be canceled because, we, you know, I thought we were going to be up to our knees in water at to Park. Right. So, <laughs> you know, so I had no idea. You know, I—, I, you know, I, I I wish there was a single-A, double-A team. I really do that we had one here. I mean, I know we had one in Erie when I lived there, the Erie Seawolves, and even my old town of York, Pennsylvania, they put uh, a, an A team in again. My mother used to be actually a uh, an usher for the York White Roses many, many years ago when they were the affiliate of the Baltimore Orioles, and she was friendly with, uh, with Brooks Robinson and Jim Beachum, who played for the Mets and a few other teams, but yeah, so.
0: Where my family lives down in uh, Greensboro, North oh, Carolina, yeah. they got the Greensboro Grasshoppers, right. but there's minor league baseball all over the state of North Carolina. I mean, I think the Red Sox have, uh two minor league teams down there at least so that's minor league baseball is great oh yeah it's absolutely. just so fun fantastic you can actually afford to go there and not have to you know get out a second mortgage on your house you know it's it's Exactly. I love my league ball. Exactly.
1: I love it. Like going to the Suns game is $5. You know, and, and hot dog is what? two fifty, three bucks. 3 I mean, that's it. It's like you can go there with four or five people and not have to sell your house in order to you know, see, a, see a baseball game. And it's fun. And the kids are, you know, they work hard, they play hard. And hopefully we'll have Kevin Donati on some point. I know they're on the road. I was talking to their uh, office yesterday, and it's like a oh, card to call on the road, but I, you know, help. hopefully it'll email me this week and let me know about them coming in or some of the kids coming in to, uh, to interview and talk about, you know, Suns baseball. So that would be great. 413-445-5943. Right here on a Tuesday morning, as always, Mr. Cronin on the other side of the proverbial glass there. <laughs> I still can't get the images of Auerbach back and Belichick wearing
0: player <laughs> uniforms. That was one of the funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't, you know, I can't picture like Don Cherry as 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 you know, insane and uh, colorful as his suits are, standing on the back there, you know, behind the Bruins, uh, you know, a team uh, with a helmet on or something like that. But uh, yeah, it's kind of comical when you see these managers are wearing uniforms. But now they're actually like they wear all these like you know, just one sort of like you know, jockey jumpsuits or whatever the hell you want to call them, like gym suits, you know, pull ups and stuff like that. So, anyway, Thursday night is the NBA draft, and of course, the Celtics don't have a draft pick, but the Knicks do. They're they're picking at eleven, and uh, there's been uh, talk about uh, this kid from France that this uh, uh, Mari Dang uh, Dying. I, I think I'm pronouncing it. He's a six nine um, forward, uh, pretty good expansion and stuff like that. But you know, they're looking at him at eleven, and I've heard some other you know some other players. I, I really hope they don't they don't go out and, and take. Uh, uh, Griffin, AJ Griffin. I don't think he's a you know great player. Six six from Duke, but I think Jabari Smith's going to be the number one pick overall. Guy's tremendous. I mean, huge wave, you know lengthy, six foot ten. I uh, can shoot the three 2 He's kind of like, he reminds me a little bit of KD, a little bit of of uh, some, somewhat. You know, uh, he's got that you know ability to shoot the jumper, but he's got a big wingspan. You know, he can put the ball on the floor as well. So so I see him going as the number one guy too. And the draft order, Orlando's got the number one pick. So and then the Thunder pick second. So the Thunder, I think they're going to go with Chet Holmgren, uh, Holmgren you know, the kid from Gonzaga, the center. He definitely needs to get a bigger frame, but he's got skills, you know. He, he can shoot. So, But that's the thing. He's got skills. He just needs a bigger frame, but I think he's going to be a really good NBA player. So, And then the third, the third pick right now goes to the Rockets. I think they're going to take the kid from Duke, uh, Pablo Baccaro. He's 6'10", 250. Um, so uh, pretty good player, good athletic player. Watched him play last year. Really, really talented. So, and then the, the rumor, supposedly not a rumor, but the Knicks evidently want to trade down for Jaden Ivy, six four, one ninety five from Purdue. Um, really talented, really guard. I think I see him more of a, as, as an off guard, as a second guard. I was going to ask Evan what he thought. I was going to get Evan's thoughts because he, he couldn't make it this morning. I guess. but but uh, you know, there's a guy out there for the Knicks. There's got to be a point guard. And then there's the talk, of course, of Donovan Mitchell wanting to come and so forth, and you know, I, I, if I could trade, look, if I could trade Randall, get him out of there, get his contract out of there, I would at this point, and maybe go out and maybe they can get uh, trade a quickly, trade him and maybe a pick or a first round pick and maybe get, you know, go down to the fourth pick. I think I think Jaden Ivey might be gone before you know, even before uh, the King, you know, the Pistons draft uh, at five. I think he might be going to the Kings. I don't know. I mean, I can't really figure out. Where a lot of these guys are going and so forth, but there's a lot of I mean it's a good it's a good draft, you know, it's a really good draft. So um
0: there's a guy next town over from you guys might be a free agent this year. So Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. Irving. He's got oh, he's got what a thirty 38- eight Point six million dollar
1: player option that he has
0: to pick up, I think, by the 29th.
1: Where is he going? Can you imagine if the Knicks picked him up? Ugh, what a disaster. I can't, I can't take it. Well, I, the guy I,
0: wants I, a max contract, and he doesn't play half the
1: game. It's, rid- it's ridiculous. He's, I, and he's a terrible who, teammate. Anybody who picks him up is crazy. He's a poison. Look where every place he goes. You know, with the exception of the championship that he won with LeBron. Now, there's rumors about him going to L.A. now.
0: How could they afford that? I mean, they'd have to
1: get rid of Westbrook if that happened, right? Right. Well, Westbrook has been, I mean, he's been, he you was know, terrible. 20, he should start his own travel agency for as many teams as he's been in the last few years. It's ridiculous. I mean, yeah, he's been terrible. That, that's embarrassing. What that team did last year was embarrassing because Davis is never healthy. I mean, let's face it. He's never healthy. He wanted the trade. He wanted out. Now the Pelicans got a couple of picks right now, you know, um, obviously from that trade. I think they pick eighth right now. So, uh, you know, they could be doing a couple of things. They could be getting a big man as well. So, uh, but you know, you know, I'm not quite sure. I mean, there's a lot of guys out there. There's Johnny. I think Johnny Davis from Wisconsin is the most NBA-ready guy. Okay, he's he's a guard. You know, a great shooter, good defender. Comes from a real excellent defensive program. So, I think he's a guy. You know, that could be, be re- really good. Um, in, in coming out of this draft and so forth. I think I see him maybe going to a team like maybe the Blazers at seven or the Pacers. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. But uh, but the Knicks. You know, I don't know what they're gonna do yet. I really don't know what they're gonna do yet. So. But there's a lot. It's a pretty good draft. And Mark Williams is another guy, for another center from Duke. Um, there's another kid uh, that I like a lot. Who's very good defensively. The kid from Kansas, six six, a Abaji, who's uh, who's a six foot six, you know, good length, good defense. I could see him going. Um, you know, maybe you know um, in the in the top 10 maybe top 11 picks and so forth. So there's a lot of guys out there, a lot of duke guys, um, you know, and and some other guys from Memphis, another center Jalen Durance, another guy from Memphis, another center. There's some good decent centers. I'm wondering where Jeremy Shockwin's going to go. The kid from Baylor. I love him. 6 foot 9. You I know. feel
0: like you're speaking another language than me right now. I haven't heard any of these guys. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't really follow college until the you know March Madness. Yeah. Well,
1: I, I, I you know I just did some homework on the draft and so forth, and you know going watching the NCAAs and so forth. You know, like I do usually every year. Um, I love college basketball. I wish college basketball was more like the pros. I think the NBA has gotten away from from teamwork. I think the NBA has gotten away from intelligence. I think the three pointer has just become ridiculous. I don't mind a good three pointer, but not every time down the floor. I mean, not when, you know, you talk about the Celtics and you go back to the, what I was talking about before with about about shooting percentage and understanding how to play the game. When you have, you know, Robert Williams inside and Al Horford, Horford's shaking threes. When you, when, when, when a guy like Curry misses nine shots, when the, you know, Golden State Warriors go nine for 40 from three-point land and still win the game because they outscoring you in the paint 50 to 34, that's a problem. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I'm looking at the stats and one. They shot nine for forty, and and the Celtics still lost that game. So they missed ten free throws and they in that missed, game. Exactly. That them. Ex- that, right. I mean,
0: that wasn't the only reason they lost. But right. That, That's a that big reason.
1: Them. That kills you. You know. So, uh, but there's a lot of there's a lot of good players out there. So you know, coming back. But uh, I still think you know the first. I think the top five guys. I think Jabari's the top guy from Auburn, and I think Chet Holmgren, um, and then the kid from Duke, and then Keegan Murray's another kid I like uh, from Iowa. Six foot um, twenty three years old. He's a senior, I believe. And um, no, he's not a senior. he's not a senior. I'm not sure. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember now. But um, he, he's a big point scorer for Iowa. Um, did, did they ever? But 24 the, points per game. Yeah, really talented too.
0: Did they ever change the rule where you have to spend two years in
1: college before you get drafted in the no, NBA? No, because there's freshmen coming out this year. These okay, freshman comes out. Yeah. So in fact, I think what's his name from from Duke is a freshman coming out. I'm trying to remember, but there are some freshmen coming out this year so 413-445-5943 you want to talk about the draft i'm talking about baseball anyway i'll just bring this up last night the tampa bay lightning uh got a win on their home ice 6-2 over colorado and it's funny lance scored first first they scored then the goal was taken away on an offside and then they scored on a power play and it was one nothing and right there tampa scores makes it one one and uh all of a sudden it was a barrage it was two to one and it was, then it was 3-1, to There was 3-2, they got it close, and then 4-5-6, so by the time it was the third pier, it was 6-2, and uh, Vasilevsky played f- tremendous last night, he was great, he made 37 saves, he was, it was uh, outstanding, he really was, No thirty. yeah, 30, let's see, 34 saves. I'd like uh, to see Colorado 25.
0: pull this series off, two reasons, number one, I don't want to see a three-peat, and number two, the entire crowd now, do you know the song All the Small Things by Blink-182? All I- the small things, and then the next verse, he goes, "Work sucks, I know." Oh, you know, like, but they—the they, whole crowd—acapellas that song oh, at every game now because they—they <sighs> they weren't supposed to be any good, Colorado. I mean, they, they said they did all the little things right to get to the fi- to the Stanley Cup finals. So now they sing that song every every game. I think that's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, well, they were projected the last three years to get to the finals. i have had some disappointments, losing the Sharks three years ago and seven, and losing to Vegas after being up two nothing last year. The and then night. this year, you know, they finally ran. But it they, they just, I mean, Darcy Kemper, they're going just, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't very good last night. It wasn't all his fault, but I wouldn't say he was particularly good last night. So it's going to be interesting to see if they, they put the backup guy in there, uh, if they put Francore. I always say Frank Francore. <laughs> it's not Frank Core, But, um... Jeff Franco, the old baseball Je- yeah, player? Frenchie. Yeah, Frenchie, yeah. So, um... But it's going to be interesting to see if they put their back up and start him in, uh, in game four. But Tampa's back. I mean, nobody nobody said, oh, you know, these guys are done. Forget it. I mean, they're a championship team. You don't win two Stanley Cups for a reason. Uh, the, the reason they won is because they have great depth and they have four future Hall of Famers on this team. I mean, Stamkos and, and Victor Hedman last night scores. And then, of course, you got, um, you know, uh, the rest of this team, Kucherov, is a, is a future Hall of Famer, too, and Vasilevsky, too. So those guys, all the, the big four stepped up last night, and they call him the big cat, Vassie. Uh They used to call Emil Francis, who played for the Rangers in the, in the Hall of Fame, too, just passed away recently in his 90s. They used to call him the cat, but they call uh, Vasilevsky the big cat, so... Uh, but uh, yeah, he was outstanding last night. He Made two really amazing saves. He stretched his leg all the way out to stop pucks that I thought were going in the net. So, but it's going to be interesting to see how Colorado responds. Uh, they got to play a lot better than they did uh, last night. Uh, but uh, I give Tampa credit, and John Cooper makes a lot of good adjustments. And even at Braden Point last night, he skated in warmups, and I guess he couldn't go because he's still you know banged up. And so they played without arguably you know one of their best players for sure, and Braden Point. So. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what goes on for game four. It's going to be interesting. So, but, uh, yeah, so far, you know, two blowouts. The first game was good. It was 4-3, but the last couple games have been a bunch of blowouts. So, anyway, but, uh, so, yeah, you got the draft on Thursday, and you got more Stanley Cup stuff on Wednesday and baseball going on, and uh, it's just going to be amazing. Uh, NBA or amazing NFL summer. training
0: camp right around right, the corner. Right,
1: training camp's around the corner. So, yeah, so, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> Daniel Jones. This is it for Daniel Jones, I think. Yeah. Danny guy. Danny Dimes,
0: yeah, and so. we got uh, Joe Judge and Matt Patricia calling plays for the Patriots on the offsen- off- offensive side of the ball this year. Yay, yay! <laughs> Joe Judge go. says he's going to work with the quarterbacks. Yeah, because he did such a great job developing uh, Danny Dimes there.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: they all they all come back. They
1: leave my team. So the and Red Sox uh, win last night. They beat the hapless Tigers. How'd you like to be Javi Bias? Hi, Javi. You enjoying your time in uh, Detroit? So How's I the like water in Michigan, right, bro? Right. Yeah. And these guys are unbelievable. So he signed that big contract to play with one of the worst teams in baseball. There you go. That's fun, huh? Must be enjoying that a lot. So anyway, so.
0: It's so bad up there. Eduardo Rodriguez took a leave of absence from the team for marital reasons.
1: <laughs> That's just how bad
0: no one wants to play for the Tigers. It's
1: interesting. Last year they were good. You know, they were up and coming. That some young players, and this year it's been a disaster for them. You look at Major League Baseball now, all right, there's 15 teams under 500. Is there ever going to be a salary cap in this game? I mean, they need a salary cap. I don't care how much luxury tax you have.
0: They don't need a salary cap. They need to make teams spend money. Well, you yeah. have all these billionaire right, owners that right. don't spend any money, money. Like the Pirates. The Pirates. The Orioles. The
1: Marlins.
0: The Oakland A's. I mean, these guys, they don't spend any money. And they, get, they reap the benefits from to teams like the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Dodgers that do spend so money. The revenue sharing has to get So what do you
1: do, do about that?
0: What do you do? You force them to spend money. You, you salary cap. Maybe you have a a salary minimum. Like sure. you can't have a payroll lower than eighty million dollars or something like that. I mean,
1: come up with something that makes sense, rational. Yeah, you know? that makes total sense. I mean, I mean, even even though Tampa Bay is like a forty million dollar pay, it's ridiculous. But they're, mean, they're, they they churn out pitchers like nothing well, I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, they're not as good as they as they were last year. They certainly no. they certainly have now. They have more injuries, but they're certainly not as good offensively. That's for sure. I mean, the Yankees are clobbering this. You remember how bad the Yankees used to be against them? They, they, they had the Yankees number for years. It was a house of horrors down in Tampa. All of a sudden, they're winning down there. It's, like, amazing. They've really done a great job against Tampa Bay this year.
0: They need a new stadium so bad. In oh, Tampa. God. It's, what it's a awful.
1: hole. What a hole. Who the hell wants to I mean, honestly, on a 75 beautiful, you know, obviously, the, it's a little more human in Florida, but you get a... You know, summer day. That's you know decent. That's not completely humid. It's not ninety plus, and you're sitting in this this dome with a you know bad ceiling. The balls bouncing off of it and carpeting. It looks ridiculous. It really no, it's does.
0: Awful. At least Miami's new stadium. Well, it's not new now. It's probably what a decade old. Yeah. That's actually a nice stadium that they built down there. I gotta tell you, a funny,
1: but um, <laughs> I think it was Sunday or this weekend. There was a race I to raise money. It was a race of broadcasters broadcasting. So so our buddy Mark Melusis was racing a horse, and then there was like Pat Leonard, you know. From uh, I think Daily News who covers uh, the Giants and Don LaGreca from ESPN and all these guys were you know were racing horses to <laughs> for charity. So I'm listening to ESPN radio yesterday. I'm listening to like Recca and they're playing the play by play of this horse race and you hear like you know loses <laughs> his horse and like horse and you know they're, they're doing the the whole play by play of the horse race. I was cracking up. So I were text- these
0: guys physically on the horses? Yeah, they were physically on oh, the that horses. Oh, hysterical. Well, it's hilarious. But I mean, obviously, <laughs>
1: Mark, I mean, well, Mark knows a ton about racing. But I know how long it's been since he's been on the horse, but you know, he's on the horse and, and I hear the <laughs> I hear the call of this and I'm laughing my rear end off. It's hilarious. So I texted Moose and I said, They're playing the <laughs> they're playing the play-by-play of this. And evidently Legreca was upset because Melusis did like a 10-minute monologue about Aaron Judge. So I wrote back to Mark, I said, Oh, I heard you did this long monologue about Mary- Aaron Judge, and they get back the ha 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 stuff. You know, he said, Yeah, yeah, he was doing a monologue. And I said, I told you, I heard this play-by-play call of this race. It was just hilarious seeing these broadcasters on the back of horses. It was just really hysterical. So, anyway, but, um, so, yeah, so the uh, the concert series is coming up, and there's a lot of great bands. So the fact that we got the first, uh, we been waiting four years for this. So we're doing that, and then July 6th, we're going to be, so we're going to be at Live at the Lake July 9th. We're going to be up at the fairground, you know, the campgrounds at Greylock. And then we're doing the concert series in Great Barrington, the 19th the
0: sounds of summer down there yeah
1: yep. so we're doing so we're like we're being booked like crazy so it's like and and, and we just got booked for another gig i think too and we're probably going to play uh i think m ms up in new lebanon which is expanded they took the otb and they just kind of like knocked that down and created a bigger club so i guess i saw some films of generation x you know um uh, uh, Vic, Vicki Brewster and uh, Matt Ali Bozak's band—they're terrific. You ever see those guys? Did I, I see
0: that Eminem's put in an axe throwing range inside? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw that with like target, like archery really? target set up, oh but it's for axe throwing. Oh, that's a thing. Did you know that? No, that, that's, that's a thing, man. Throwing, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 you could throw me the hell away from any place that does that. Thank you, but
1: yeah, so so I'm looking forward to the draft. You know, draft is always pretty cool. I'm looking forward to it. So, but I have no idea what the Knicks are going to do. I have no, I don't trust Scott Perry, and I don't trust this guy Leon Rose. I mean, I have no idea what they're going to do, honestly. I mean, who get the best available guy there? Get me a point guard, though. Trade down for for Ivey. Ivy. Do something. When's the last time? When is the last time the Knicks actually made a big splash or a big trade or did something that was, you know, that people couldn't believe or something that was fairly intelligent? You know, it's just like I don't know. It's just a bad organization. So I, I have no idea what they're going to do at this point. I'm like, I'm anxious to see on Thursday for sure. So anybody who give us a call four one three four four five five nine four three. anybody want to talk about something in the world of sports, it's fine. Give us a call. We're here from 10 o'clock to 11 every Tuesday morning, right here on WTBR 89.7. And, um, We have lots to talk about every week, so please chime in. Tell us what you think. Uh, Go to our website, or, you know, we could go to WTBR, which has a fabulous website, by the way. The shows on here are great. I mean, the jazz show is great on Saturday, and Mike's amazing music on Thursday afternoon is fantastic, and Mundo Latino is great on Friday. And you have all kinds of different programming. I love, um, uh, what is it, the uh, random draw on the weekends. Great. We have a (laughs) 10,000-album library. Have you been in that room yet, by the way? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. you got to go down the hall to the broadcast room, okay? And there's a library there of 10,000 albums. I thought my album collection was big. (laughs) This is insane. (laughs) I mean, it's like, you know, it's like you walk in there and it's just like a Tons and tons of records. So, uh, so on the weekends, they pull a random draw. They take the, the records, and they just he just takes them out, you know, and randomly draws them and plays them right on, the, right on here. So we got two nice big turntables here. So, yeah, that's a great show, too. So there's a lot of really good shows right here on uh, WTBR. So uh, give us a call, chime in, and check out our website. And you can look at any of the shows. I have every show, I think. You know what? In August, I think it's going to be a year for me on here and us. Wow. I think Evan did the first show, yeah, and then you came aboard. So, yeah, imagine that. A year flies by. That's, sure that's insane. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. So, um, so the, who the Red Sox playing this week? Let's see. We got, we got, uh, we still got. Not, not. Uh, I'm saying not the Tigers. Are they still playing the Tigers tonight?
0: Yeah, they got the Tigers for three. Then they have uh, another team after that. I can't remember who it is <laughs> off the top of my head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they have a so n- strong. They, more coffee till this morning. I you know? do know next week they get to beat up on the Cubs. Okay, which is going to be nice. How bad are the Cubs? Oh, they're terrible. How can the, can I ask you a question? All right, I know Theo left. I understand that Theo left. But how in the world, how in the world did they just let Bryant go and Rizzo go and Baez go? I, I, I don't get and it. They're going to trade Contreras and everybody at, the, else, at, the,
0: at the trade deadline. They're catcher. And now, and now or Ramos. Uh, uh, is it Ramos or R- Contreras?
1: R- uh, is it Ramos Contreras. 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 Yeah. yeah. I just can't understand what they're doing. I, you know, all of a sudden, like, this team was a championship-caliber team. I mean, think of Cleveland. Cleveland was in the World Series. They lost to the Cubs. But at least Cleveland is maintaining some form of over 500. I, obviously, they signed, you know, their, their all-star third baseman uh, to a used contract. But, I mean, seriously, at least, I mean, if you look at consistency since they, you know, lost the World Series, uh, the Indians, they, the Indians, the Guardians, excuse me for being unpolitically correct, um, you know, they, uh, they, they, Cleveland's been more consistent. And the Cubs have gone right down the tubes. I mean, it's not like the Cubs, you know, acquired other players to fill in. They didn't. They said, all right, we're just going to, you know, rake our minor leagues and uh, bring up all the kids and have, I would say, like, you know, eight tenths of the players. I don't even know who these guys are. Honestly, I don't.
0: I'm looking at the box score from last night's game and looking at names like Morrell, Higgins, Ortega, Wisdom, Horner, Hayward. Well, I know Jason Hayward, the biggest one He's of the, the biggest, only guy. Yeah. Uh, Rivas, their pitchers, Kellan Mills, Norris, who the hell are who these are guys? Who are these
1: guys? Chuck Norris? <laughs> <laughs> Chuck <laughs> Norris. Oh, oh, by the way, speaking of speaking of debuts for 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 major league players last night, this kid O'Neal Cruz He's six foot seven, shortstop from the Pittsburgh Pirates. They brought him up. They got him in a deal with the Dodgers years ago. And he's been in their minor league since they brought him up last night. I think he had three hits, has a gun for an arm. I mean, he, he could be a pitcher. You got to see some of these plays. I mean, the guy's like absolute gun. Yeah. So his name is O'Ne- O'Neal Cruz. Last night in his major league debut, six foot seven shortstop. Crazy.
0: By the way, the Red yeah. Sox have three with the Guardians. I think shout out to my father for texting me that after. And the Guardian, the, the Guardians, the right,
1: Guardians,
0: they're the Indians. I don't care what anybody says, but they got three with them, and they're a half a game ahead of them in the wild card right now. So that that's a, you know, it's a for for June when there's really nothing going on as far as the world of sports is concerned. That's kind of a big, big series, you know. So yeah.
1: I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try uh, this uh, if I get a chance to uh, get in touch with Neil Pilson and see if he can come in studio because Neil used to be president of CBS Sports and we got to be acquaintances a bunch of years ago. He was friendly with friends of my father. So what uh, we sat down he's he's the guy that started like you know college football and CBS and NASCAR and the NFL and CBS He hired Francesa as a kid you know at CBS originally with Mike's you know first job at CBS before he went to the fan, obviously and so forth but uh, so I'm going to try to get Neil on the show really interesting he's got great stories of, you know from way back and stories about broadcasters and all this other stuff so uh, but I'm going to try to get in touch with him. He's in Lennox now, his uh, company Pilsen Communications, so they're in up here in uh, in Lennox, so I'm going to try to get him old. A hold of him we can have him on so uh but yeah hopefully hopefully get a call back from the suns love to have the kids in here and uh, talk about baseball and talk about their experiences and get kevin uh, donati in here and uh hopefully i get a call singing the national anthem again that was so much fun except for the rain coming down on me the first time i sang it was like singing in the rain it felt like gene kelly singing the national anthem but uh, anyway hey, I, thought, yeah. I thought the
0: hitman rome there was supposed to get uh, a certain broadcaster named joe uh to give you know to get Come on with us. You know, he used to be on uh, The Fan. Oh, yeah. What's going Joe on? Beningo. What's Owen Did
1: wasn't you call? The,
0: wasn't Hit Dog roam? wasn't he supposed to get his number yeah. for us? He said he was going to give it out over the air. Well, no, no, no. What happened
1: is, no, wait, this is what happened. This is what happened with Ralph. Ralph, Ralph texts me. He says, oh, it's an old number. I don't have his number anymore. Okay. So I figured if you want to get in touch with him, maybe you can get in touch with Larry and have Larry give him a call. So... <laughs> You know, Larry's like the only link I have to Benigno right now. He's probably on the course every day. Terry's probably like, he sees him leave at 7 o'clock in the morning and Bye, see you later. <laughs> you knew he was moving down to Florida eventually. That's why, you know what, my mother said to me today, you know, she says, uh, you know, geez, we should have brought a house in the Berkshires years ago. Why didn't we? I said, because my stepfather wanted to play golf every day. So they moved to Florida. And I said, Mom, that's what Jewish people do. After the age of 70, they move to Florida. So <laughs> so anyway, 413-445-5943. We've got about eight minutes to wrap up, and uh, we're going to take a break, and then uh, we'll be back uh, with more sports talk right after this message. Diabetes is a killer. After I was diagnosed, I had no pain. I didn't feel sick, so I didn't listen to my doctor. Then it struck. I had a heart attack. Then a stroke. And I was only 49. If only I'd known. If only I'd listened. People with diabetes are two to four times more likely to suffer a stroke than people without diabetes. And many who survive are severely disabled. You can reduce your risk of stroke by lowering your blood sugar, blood pressure, and cholesterol. You should also talk to your healthcare provider about taking aspirin. And if you smoke, get help to quit. To learn more about reducing your risk of stroke, Call 1-800-DIABETES for your free Diabetes Survival Guide.
2: It's not too late. Don't let diabetes destroy
1: your life. A message from the American Diabetes Association and the American College of Cardiology.
2: Hola, hola. I'm Daisy. Yo soy Marta. Whether you want to learn a little Spanish or get a glimpse of our wonderful Latin roots, join us as we celebrate Latin culture with music from genres ranging from salsa to bachata. Gain insight on local news, community information, and very special guests. Only on Mundo Latino, welcoming listeners of all nations on WTBR 89.7 FM.
1: Support for
0: Mundo Latino comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union. Just when you thought radio was getting dull, WTBR has something to brighten up your night. Really? It's called TBR After Hours, and
1: overnight Saturday at midnight, you'll hear a solid hour of a recording artist or band, the hits, as well as deep preps with limited commercial interruption. Impressive. Most impressive. TBR After Hours is hosted by The Minster. Isn't that the same guy you hear on classic
0: TBR? Hmm. It's TBR After Hours, overnight, Saturday, at midnight, right here on WTBR, and also available on podcast. I smoke because it's a habit. It's very hard to quit. I've tried. My wife smokes. It's not allowed in the home. It's not allowed around my children. I just know it isn't good. My husband hates that I smoke and I smoke outside. It irritates her a little bit, but I think she sees and understands what I'm trying to get across to her, that it's not only bad to her, but it's bad to my three beautiful daughters and my two sons. My dad gets upset with my mom because she smokes and he doesn't. And whenever my mom goes and smokes, she has to go smoke outside. I don't think my mom should smoke because it's really bad for you and it could hurt you really bad. I do think there is a correlation between parents and kids. The parents parents smoke, the kids think it's okay for them to smoke.
2: Sometimes, all you need is a small reason to quit.
0: Yeah, I love my mom very much, but I still wish she'd stop smoking.
2: Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.
1: Mexicans, Bigfoot, Koreans. Yup. Garbage pail kids. We got something for just about everybody. Hipsters. WTBR. Welcome back to WTBR Sports Talk. Right here, just thrown in the suck here on a Tuesday morning, 1056. Time for a call. If you get a chance to give us a call, 413-445-5943 at 1057 right here on Tuesday. A little bit rainy outside. Not really. A little overcast, but not too bad. So I got to tell you, this is hilarious last night. I'm, I'm watching the hockey game, right? And they say, we'll be back right now with a special guest. And I knew who it was going to be. I knew it was going to be Charles Barkley. And all of a sudden, Barkley's in the studio with Messier and uh, and, and with Steve Levy and uh, with Chris Chelios. And he's like... And they have him describing the game, say, like, well, see this is a turnover right here and this 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 guy's terrible right here, you know, it's just cracking me up. And evidently Barkley called Batman uh, to get a couple tickets. So he and Batman are sitting together in the studio, which I thought was hilarious, the two of them. Uh, you know, uh, actually not in the studio, but actually live there at the game. So, Did right. you see
0: the, the the match? Aaron Rodgers, Patty Mahomes, Josh Allen, Tom Brady. They played that 12 that hole golf match in no, Vegas no, a couple no, no. weeks ago. They had Barkley uh, commentating that match, right? And uh, Jake from State Farm was there. Right. And Barkley goes, Come on, man. That guy's name ain't, ain't, ain't Kevin. You trying to tell me his real name is Kevin? His name's Jake. He ain't no Kevin. And then, and then, when they wanted to have a mulligan, they had to take a football, and they had a huge uh, cardboard cutout of Barkley's head, and they hit the, uh, uh, Josh Allen through a pass, hit it off the top corner of his head, and a piece clipped off. And the and the one of the guys that was at Barkley said, "Look, you got some." Uh, you got the little uh, decoration on your head now. It's got some shape. He goes, come on, man. That's where my brain is up there. I don't have that much of one anyway. And That kid's
1: Kevin, man. Kevin? That's always Jake. It ain't Kevin. Oh, man. Barkley's the best. <laughs> he really yeah, he's, is. Yeah, he's, he's hilarious. You know, I used to turn it on just to see what he's going to say, you know, because he's just like, you know, he'll say anything that's on his mind. a lot. And you know what? I give him credit for it because a lot of times he'll say things that somebody else won't say and he's right about it. Right. But it was funny having him. But I get a text from my buddy Jeff on Colorado last night, who's Went to the game one, and I think the next night he went to see John Mayer play. So (laughs) to see how interested he was in the Stanley Cup finals. But anyway, but uh, yeah, he was saying that he says, Barkley on hockey? That's insane. Come on. I can't believe Barkley on hockey. That's unbelievable.
0: There go that puck down one side. Yeah. There go the puck coming back on the other side. <laughs> okay. Probably be about as good as me as announcing hockey. Yeah. Oh, no, that but, thing just went past me. The they're going to get
1: Gretzky to do basketball. I, t- I told Jeff they're going to get Gretzky on to do some NBA hoops in one of these days. You know, but you uh, see
0: the way he just crashed that guy into the board there? <laughs> Come on.
1: I can't believe we zipped through an hour here. My goodness gracious. What's going on here? Anyway, just want to say thanks to everybody. Stay well, be well, enjoy the day. We'll be back next week for some more stuff. <laughs> I used to say that. Chuck Barrett, right here on WTBR 89.7. Grown in the Zook saying so long. Let's we'll go, see you next Brandon. Week. Let's go, New York Yankees. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, <we'll> see you. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny,
0: man. Brandon. <laughs> Kevin. 89.7 WTBR FM Pittsfield. It's
2: a home.